For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Reverend Romeo Selmensa of the Macarius Church Adringano will teach and direct you with practical life experiences through the word of God to walk in the miraculous life in faith. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. You all welcome to the service. Those in the Facebook and YouTube and all social media, you are also welcome. Close your eyes. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we are grateful for yet another opportunity to be in your glorious presence. What a joy. What an honor. What a great privilege that human beings like us could be gathered in the presence of a great and a glorious holy God like you. To have the opportunity to fellowship with you and to hear and to see and to behold so that we can become more like you. What a blessing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That wherever we went throughout the day, you kept us alive. Even in our imaginations and in our thoughts, the sin that went through, Lord, we pray that tonight you cleanse us from within. And as we come before you, purify our hearts and let our hearts be ready to receive the engrafted word of God, which is the seed. That once your seed enters into us it turns us into something glorious Holy Spirit you are welcome Jesus told us that when you come you will not speak of yourself but whatsoever you shall hear from him that is what you will speak to us and so we are ready to receive from you the word that can change our destiny instantly. Transform us, O oh Lord, into different personalities. People that you have chosen to manifest yourself through to the world. Touch our lives. Transform us, Lord. Make us more like you as we hear your word. By the time we leave here, let everybody experience an encounter with you and go and make a big difference in the work that you have called us to do for you. We give you all the praise and honor in Jesus' name and everyone say amen for that. I thought you are clapping. God bless you. Please be seated. If you can, those at the back, can you come forward? Come. Come and fill. Fill the. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Auntie Deborah, please. There's a seat here. Hallelujah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. That's right. Because powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember, on Sunday, we're going to have our healing, global healing Jesus service. Hallelujah. Very, very important service that we are going to have to support, to remind ourselves the, course, the, the commission of Christ to go into the world and preach the gospel. And because all of us cannot go, our Father has decided to go himself. And so our duty is to support in prayers and then in financial support. Amen. 
And so I want to encourage everybody. Don't say you don't have money. It's not a good thing. It's your mind. Because you have money to do anything. Anything. Hallelujah. And I want everybody to be a partner. A partner. At least every month you should be able to give 50 Ghana cities. At least. How many buys credit beyond that every month? More than that. So you see, and your credit, you just talk and it finishes. But your seed, when you sow, it becomes more fruitful for you. It's not powerful. So always try and think spiritual, okay? The little you give to God make a big difference. If that young guy had not given the three loaves of bread, he wouldn't know what God would have turned that three loaves to become. Of 5,000 people were hungry. <laughs> yes. And the boy could have said, oh, but what is the three? If that is what even the disciple themselves, what is the three for them? But you see, when you give to God, he's able to turn it around and touch the lives of many people. So take it that you don't see your three loaves of bread that Jesus, Jesus said, bring it to me so that I can go to the world and preach and thousands of souls will be saved for the glory of God. Isn't that a powerful thing? So don't hold your, your money and say that it's too small. You bring it. When you, it is in your hand that is small, but in the hands of God, it can do much, much, much great works. Hallelujah. So remember, if you, you were given an envelope, if you were not, you didn't have the envelope, make sure that you have your own envelope. Envelope is not expensive to buy. Take a good envelope and put in 100 Ghana, 200 Ghana, okay? 1,000 Ghana cities. Because the, our father is going to three countries. Madagascar, Rwanda. Rwanda. Do you know Rwanda? <laughs> it's a powerful thing. Doors have been opened and he's going, so we all have to support. Amen. Great. We are into our art of leadership. Hallelujah. You know, one thing you need to understand with God is that God is always looking for people to lead his people. So God is in the business of training a lot of leaders. That is why in Matthew 9, 35 and 36, Jesus said that when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Uncle, look at my eyes. Eh? You seem to be closing your eyes too early. Okay. He only looked at the multitude. Who is controlling the... Oh... He was moved with compassion. Eh? For he saw that they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no word. Shepherd. Shepherds and leaders. Leaders. A lot of people don't have guidance, direction. So their lives are scattered and they are fainted. And so when, that's Jesus Christ. Before that he had done a lot of miracles. That was he has gone to the city, the village and he has preached everywhere. Yet when he lifted up his eyes, he still saw multitude. Even though he was the leader trying to say do his best, but he still saw that the work, you know, is too plenteous. Go back to 35. Eh? And Jesus, this is God Himself, went about all the cities, villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, 
healing every sick person, then disease of the people. That is 35. You would have thought that the work had finished. <laughs> you would have thought that Jesus himself, God walking on earth, he has been to every town, every village, every place, he has healed the sick. So what work again do we need to do? There wouldn't be any need for any work. If Jesus had done the work, what else do we need? But the next verse, verse 36, says, but when he saw the multitude, that means that there are a lot of people who, there is no one man of God who can do all the work of God. Even Jesus Christ couldn't finish all the work. He still saw multitude that has no, he couldn't reach them. Hallelujah. And the Bible said he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and they scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherds. So if you are in this church, you say you are a shepherd, you must understand that you are very important to God. And that is the work we are supposed to do. When you are saved, you are supposed to become a shepherd, to become a leader. So that you can also lead other people out of their oppression, their fainting situation, their scattered abroad. It is our duty to gather them to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Are you here? We'll go home. So, all throughout the Bible, you see that God's interest is to raise as many leaders as possible. Because of the volume of the work. There's a lot of work. When you come to sit in church and hear the message and go, you think that is all. There are many, many people within the area who don't have not even heard the name Jesus Christ. That is why our father is, you want to go everywhere and just try, at least do the little he can do. You, you know he cannot save all the people in the nation, but at least to make an attempt. Hallelujah. Are you here or go home? So it is important for all of us to have the mind that we must become leaders who can also be committed to do something for Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't just sit down here and say, oh, I'm born again, I'm saved, I've stopped sinning, I'm, I'm quiet, I pay my tax. So that's all. No. Because there are still multitude who don't have leaders, who don't have pastors, who don't have anybody guiding them. You know why you are here? Because somebody guided you and his words and his teachings, the seed of his words he has been speaking to you is what has transformed you to become who you are. Otherwise, you would have been scattered. You would have been fainted somewhere. I'm sure some of us even would have been dead. If a certain shepherd or a leader, when you see the shepherd in the Bible, he's talking about leadership. Leadership. So you cannot just be an ordinary member anymore. Tell anybody, you are not ordinary member anymore. You are a leader. You are a shepherd. And we must see you helping people who are scattered to be guarded. Hallelujah. Everybody must commit yourself to become a shepherd. It's not just we are talking because it's like light as a shepherd, light as a shepherd. Because we know that there, were, there are a lot of people who need help. And so if you have been in church for at least three months, you have finished your training, you can start working. Hallelujah. Amen. So this evening, I'm teaching you on chapter 82 of the book, Art of Leadership. The title is Carefully Choose Your Mentors. You know, one of the people who is going to help you to become, you know, everybody must, because you want to be a leader, you must look for people who are in the leadership. Okay? And choose the people whom you want to follow so that the work they are doing, you can also become one. Hallelujah. Amen. There are many people who are of course, of course preaching. But it's not everybody who is preaching the gospel of Christ. That is why 
it is important to identify who should be your mentor. Who are you going to follow? Whose words are you going to keep listening so that you can become that good leader that you want to become for the Lord? Hallelujah. Amen. And I want every one of us to have this in mind that because you want to be a good shepherd, a good leader, you are picking somebody that you said, ah, this person shall be my mentor. I want to be like him. I want to be like him. Ladies. Huh? First lady. First lady. Haggai. Yeah. Look at how powerful you manifest, you ministered at the Macarius God Talent. Oh, very powerful. Very powerful. Hey. It's like you can, you, the whole salvation, you can, you can act salvation on stage within 10 minutes. Awesome. Hey. One person acting the whole salvation of God. One person. Yeah. It means that there is something inside there. That you need to go deeper. And develop it. So that you can become. Hallelujah. So. In John chapter 135 to 37, the Bible said, and then again, John 1, 35, 37. John 1, 35, 37. Again, the next day, John the Baptist stood and two of his disciples. Yeah? He stood and two of his disciples. And looking unto Jesus as he walked, he said unto them, Behold, the Lamb of God. John was with his two people who were following him. And they liked John's ministration. Somebody who could be in a wilderness. And he preached that people leave the city and come to the wilderness. <laughs> Hallelujah. So some people follow. I'm sure John and his brother followed him. Somebody who could be in the wilderness. Have I thought about that? Somebody who's in the world, the church is in the wilderness. And the Bible said these people came from the city. You would have thought that these people in the village and the wilderness that come to the city to church. But he there, his church was in the wilderness. And the people were moving from the city. So I'm sure these young guys realized that this is a nice person to mentor us. To become powerful preachers one day. So they started following John the Baptist. Then as they were there, they, John the Baptist himself saw Jesus Christ passing. And he told them that, behold... Behold it. That man who is going, he is the lamp of God. <laughs> he, John the Baptist, he pointed to his disciples who were following the, the guy who is going. He's the one I've been preaching, preaching, and preaching about that. I'm there, I'm here to just walk, baptize you with water, but the one who come after me, you know, he's going to baptize you with fire. So when he showed them, have you seen this guy? That's the guy I've been talking about. The next verse, Bible says, verse 37. And the two of disciples heard him speak. When they heard that, this is the man. Who is the son of God? Okay. Thank you for showing us. But now we are going to follow this person. And they followed who? Jesus. They had to decide between the one they are following and the one who is ahead of them. And John the Baptist himself said that he must increase so that I decrease. Because he said, I came only to introduce him. 
That is why after introducing of Jesus Christ baptizing, he ended his ministry. Hallelujah. So, we are saying that carefully choose your mentors. Carefully. Carefully. Because see, you want to become what you desire from somebody. And so, who is going to help you to mature into that vision that you want to become? Everybody has a future. Everybody has a future. But you see, you need to determine who should, are you going to follow or who is going to mentor you. Because sometimes, it is when you follow somebody that the person will mentor you. Because if you don't follow a person, the person cannot mentor you. So, we are talking about the same act of following. Remember, we are teaching on art of following on, on, on Sundays. These are not that realm of following. Because, you see, the one you follow is the one who make you. What you want to become is available. So, it is your duty to identify who is the person who can make me what I want to become. And unfortunately, many of us will live without any special ambition to become anything. There is no, you don't aspire to become anything. Hallelujah. Madam, you are welcome. Hey, where from you? Okay, I'm surprised that she's here. Those of you on Facebook and, and, and YouTube, are you understand what I'm saying? You have a brighter future waiting for you. But the grace, especially if you are a young person, if you are a young person, you are blessed to be called a Christian. And you are blessed that God has chosen to be joined this church. It means that if you can pick up a man of God and you decide to follow him, you will see that your, your, your future, you can, you can even easily predict who you are going to become tomorrow. You can predict your own future. Based upon the person that you are chosen that he's going to be your personal mentor. You want to be an apostle? Apostle to start churches. Move from one country to another. There is an anointed man of God in the house. If you can choose to make him your personal mentor <laughs> and follow him and his works, his teachings. Every time you hear he has traveled to this place, you must be interested in what message did he preach there. Because as he moved from one country to another, he's manifesting an apostolic ministry, anointing. If you hear he's doing crusades, it's a sign, it's a show he's evangelistic. Hallelujah. One of the things you need to even learn from this church is the ability to be building. The anointing for buildings. Building. Building. How is it that by the grace of God you see churches are being built all the time? Because you see in your father's house, your mother's house, nobody builds. So you have been privileged to join a church where you can see an anointing for building. That is why I say, hey, I want to accompany this church until I, I receive that anointing so that I can also be a builder. So you have a, such a great future waiting for you. But you need to decide because it's a choice. Nobody can choose for you. That is why God has given us a man with different kind of anointings in any area. In any area. Hallelujah. So, carefully, carefully. Because you want to be a preacher, who, what kind of message do you want to preach? The kind of message you want to preach tomorrow 
will determine the kind of person who is going to mentor you to that, to that future. Hallelujah. Can you, can, how many can see your future? Who, who, are you, or you don't even have any future of what you want to become. Amen. It says divine principle at work. You have to decide. That is why you see, as you listen to the prophet, we hear him mentioning people's names. People, Yongi Choko, Derek Prince, Jonas Kenneth Hagen. It was a personal because there were other preachers in America. Many preachers were in America. But he, he, he selected somebody he wanted to be mentored. Somebody to mentor him. So he settled on just one or two people and started listening, listening, listening. So one day his father came, he was watching television. His father told him, do you think that we can be a pastor by watching television? But he didn't know that he, he was going to become a, a, a priest by watching television. You say, we don't have work to do. Thank God you are not working so that you can have more time in your room watching television, preaching, preaching upon preaching, preaching upon preaching, preaching upon preaching. Say, I want to be like this person. I want to preach like this person. Don't sit idling around what reading social media. That's, that's had no value for your future. Amen. Some of you, I can tell you that where God has planned for you to be settled, you have no idea. It may not even be in Ghana, Sammy. It may not even be in Ghana. If only you can carefully choose a mentor for your life and start following that mentor. Nicholas, don't be so bogged down to your electrical work. No, 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 no. You have to select an anointed prophetic message of Bishop. Should be your. You must have every book on prophecy, every message on prophetic, every ministration. You must keep watching until that anointing fall upon you. You are too young to give up in life. I said that. We must prepare yourself for the future. That is what God has given us mentors on the way. You know, there is this. You remember the story of uh, Zacchaeus? Your friend. Yes. Luke chapter. Is it 19? The Bible said that the Bible said that he wanted to see Jesus, who he is. Okay? He wanted to see Jesus, who he is. And so, are you bringing a scripture? Luke. So, so when he heard Jesus was passing by. He said, ah, the man I want to know and I want to, he's passing by. My mentor is passing by. So, Bible said that he left everything and then he started following. And he realized that his height is not helping him. Looking at the crowd of people surrounding Jesus Christ you now. He couldn't get the deeper impartation as he will. Okay? He couldn't. So, what did he do? What did he do? Bible said he ran ahead of them and, and, and climbed a sycamore tree. Because along the way where Jesus Christ was walking, there were these trees on the way. What did he do? When he climbed, suddenly, suddenly, he became taller than everybody. <laughs> if my physical structure will beat me, there are things I can stand on. 
And when I stand on that, I will become taller than everybody. So immediately he climbed the tree. The Bible says that <laughs> you have to stand on something. Because see, you want to catch the full glimpse of the mentor and see the way he breaks his hands, the way he moves, the way he, he wants a better picture than just following the crowd. Okay, no, 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 no. I want to stand in a place where I can get a best picture, a clear view of the person that I've heard a lot about. And Bible said, when Jesus got there, instead of looking down, say, uh, Lazarus, where are you? He said, oh, I'm here. No, no, no. He, was, he lifted up his eyes. Because he has seen that somebody is seriously want to catch up something from him. And Jesus was in the journey going. He didn't plan to stay in the house of Jesus. But sometimes, somehow, when he felt the yearning and the desire of this man to see him, he told Peter, Jack, the meeting, the, the journey is suspended. I see Jesus Christ suspending. No, that is how to catch anointing. It is the kind of, see, when you re- ad- admire somebody so much and you want to be like that person, you will find every means possible. You put up an attitude. You forget about that. He was a rich man, political leader. He threw all those things away because he wanted to get a better picture of Christ. When Christ saw the zeal and the burning of this man's heart, he said that today, I'll live with you. May God send angels to live with you because of your desire. You know, if you, God has given us, Bishop, I tell you, if you can take any part of him, and you make me your personal mentor. Your personal mentor. You will be surprised how speedily and with the shortest possible time of your life you will become taller. In the way you will be able to preach, to teach, to share the gospel. When you see this young, young, first lab boy, see when we are pray watch. Small, small boy, they were in Lego recently. Today they are in Countries with huge churches. Why? Because they have taken him as their mentor. Anything that he says, he does, they just copy and they want to be like him. And that is why speedily, 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 you can see their lives have changed. Even where they live have changed. It's time for yours to change from today. It's time for yours to change today. You cannot remain ordinary person anymore. Say amen. amen. So, when the disciples of John found out that Jesus was the Lamb of God, they decided to follow him. They chose Jesus over even John the Baptist, their own master. Hallelujah. Because they recognize a greater and a higher anointing. Hallelujah. Can you recognize a greater and a higher anointing? That is why when you see somebody has a greater and a higher anointing, you, you must pick the person from your spiritual antenna and say, that, I am going to follow this person. I am going to follow this person. That is why Bishop himself, when he saw, he saw his, this Paul energy, he said, ah! This young man, he has 100,000. Hey, his antenna picked him like that. I said, hey, I'm going to follow this guy. I want to relate with this person. There is something on him that I also need. He, I need to be mentored to have 100,000 capacity. Are you here of God? God has a mentor for you. I said, God has a mentor for you. God has a mentor. What you in this church? Open your eyes and see that. God has put people for, for you to follow them and copy them and become like them. I mean, by the grace of God, we, do, we have multiples of Bishop Dax all over the world. 
Because he himself, knowing that he cannot do the work alone, like Jesus Christ, he has multiplied himself. So that as many people that want he has, those who he has mentored people to be like him. And he has, they are also mentoring people to be like them. So that together we all look alike wherever we are, wherever country you are, we can all operate under the same anointing, but from one father, many, 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 many of us has become out of it. There's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11 and 12. Watch it. Hebrews 11, 11. Hebrews 11, 11. Bible says, by faith, also Sarah received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of one child. One child. That one child that, what do you call it? Sarah was able to deliver. See what happened in verse 12. One child. Bible said, therefore sprang there out of one. Out of one. Out of one child that this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Sarah got from, from God. This special child. Out of this one has come as many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as many as the sun by the seashore innumerable. We see part of one. Because God knows that a seed that is good, it needs to be multiplied. So that it can have significant influence in the whole world. Wherever any of the seed is planted, there shall be an impactation. Wherever any of the seed of Abraham is planted, it has make impartation. That is why in South Africa we are prospering, in Nicaragua we are prospering, in, 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 in Mozambique, because out of one Bishop Dag has come a lot of multiplicity of his seed, and everywhere his seed is put, prosperity and abundance is coming. You are next to come out of that seed. You are one of the people that are coming out of the same one seed. Multitude, multitude, out of deck has come, multitude innumerable. And this is what God is calling all of us to rise up to become. Now, it cannot be that in your lifetime, you have seen a physical being like Bishop that carrying the anointing that the whole world is chasing him and you, his son, and his daughter. You don't care to make him a mentor to mentor you so that you become something significant for the world that the world is waiting for you. Bible said there is an endless expectation of creature waiting for you to manifest as a child of God. Hallelujah. He's available to, be, to mentor you. You can call him in your room. I want you, Bishop Dark, to talk to me. Take his book. Watch the video alone. Avail yourself to be mentored. Father, you are not being mentored. You have a mentor, but you can't see anything in your life. You have not allowed yourself to be mentored. We have not allowed. Because we don't, we don't see the need to become a leader. To help. To help. But some of you are going to rise up. I see the seed of the father in you. You are going to rise up to become a great evangelist. To get a great prophet. Hey, Bishop Hodo. Oh. I mean, even your name, cry. It's nice, but that one day you become Bishop Hodo. Ah! And there is a man to mentor you. Choose. Select a mentor for yourself. I'm presenting to you a good mentor. Paul said in Philippians chapter Philippians, you see Paul, chapter 3. He's talking about, he has found a mentor and he's willing to give up everything to become like his mentor. <laughs> Philippians, chapter 3. Are you there? Philippians, they say, my brethren, fellow, finally my brethren, my brethren, 
my brethren. Those who are, who are in church like me. This is the way my mind works. If you are with me in the church, this is the, this, this is the way I work. This is the way my mind works. You to try and make your mind work like that. My brethren, <laughs> rejoice in the Lord. To write the same thing to you, to me, it's indeed not grievous, but for your safety. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers. Beware of circumcision. For we are, we are the circumcision, which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ and have no confidence in the flesh. Hallelujah. He said, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other thinkers, thinkers he has swear of, he might trust in the flesh, I more. I mean, there's something to be proud of in physical life. I have more than all of you. So he described what it means when he says, I was circumcised on the eighth day as a typical Jew. Eh? A stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, the Hebrew of Hebrews. Hebrew of Hebrews. As touching the law, I was the highest level of stock in, among the Pharisees. When it comes to zeal for my family business, for my tradition, I was persecuting churches because of my zeal for my tradition. Touching righteousness in the law, I was blameless. <laughs> Verse 7. But, but, you see, because when I identify my mentor, and I tried to follow him. I realized that all these titles doesn't matter. It's not relevant. Because the person I'm following, this is not his credentials. He has a different credentials. He said, but, are you there with me? Those in the social media. Listen, you can pride yourself of many things in life. You are educated, you are professional, you are a lawyer, you are a doctor, you are this. But listen, we are talking about following Jesus Christ. Who is your mentor? What are you, do you want to become in life? Are you believing God to use you to touch many lives? I'm also accountant by the grace of God. But my heart bent is not to be the best accountant or the president of Israel general accountant. That's not what I'm looking for to be mentored. I want to be like Jesus. He is my measure to become. Hallelujah. He said, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss. Because what I'm looking for and what I have, when I consider it is a loss to even own all these things. May Jesus become important to you in your life. That is why I say, when you have a mentor, you you can you everything will be counted as loss when you see him or you want to be with him or you want to read about him. I, I, you can't say that you don't have time to read the, the books. You don't have time to watch videos. It's not important. That's why he said, "Even if you desire to be properly mentored, you will sacrifice everything." Hallelujah. Are you here? I've gone home. Hallelujah. Yeah, doubtless, I count all things but loss. Why? I'm looking for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ my Lord. My mentor I admire <laughs> is the one I consider who he is and where I am. I see that I don't have, there is nothing that is comparable. There's nothing I can compare. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them down. And I, that, that what? That what? That what? I may win Christ. This is, that is why I'm ready to sacrifice everything. If only I can become like Christ. My mentor. I want to be like, win Christ. And being found in him. Not having my own righteousness which is by law. But that which is true faith in Christ. The righteousness which is of God by faith. Then verse 10, what is the popular scripture we always quote? That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto death. 
And if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. That my mentor I'm looking for, he's able to die and rise up again. My certificate cannot cause me to die and rise up again. What I'm looking to become in life is not about how many cars I drive, but how many souls I can impact. See, who mentors you determine what kind of person you want to become. That's why your mind and your heart is determined by who is mentoring you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Not as though I had already attained. Either already perfect, but I follow after. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to follow after my mentor. I'm following hard after my mentor. Hallelujah. Who but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Jesus Christ. Say, brethren, I can't mind not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ. Because I see Christ as the one who carried the highest call of God. And so, I'm looking forward to my mentor to make me like that. I want to be like that. That when it comes to a call of God, the highest level, which Christ, my mentor, is carrying, I desire that one also. May that be your heart in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So verse 15, watch. Say, this is what I think. And verse 15, he said, let us therefore, remember he said, my brethren, my brethren, that if you are a brother of Paul, he said that this is the way you must think. This is the way you must, you must set your heart. He said, let us therefore as many, not only few, because God wants as many people as possible to have, to become like him. To become like a son. As many as I be perfect, be thus minded. From today, may your mind be like, I want to be like Christ. I say, let your mind be like, I want to be like Christ. He said that if in anything you have other mind, you are minded into anything, you want to do business, you want to go to school, you want to become a lawyer, you want to be a, even after all this, still have this one also in your mind. <laughs> Whatever you are thinking to become, let this one also be that it's very important that you must just be minded that you must be like Christ. As I desire to be like my Christ. You too. You too. You too. First lady, are you here? You are not here to just receive anointing to go and do business. We are here to receive anointing to become like Christ. Preach everywhere. Teach everywhere. Wherever you are, let people know that you are a shepherd, a leader. You are supposed to gather people like Christ went about. You don't need to be called a full-time pastor before you do the work of God. Anyway, see, when your mind is said that I am a shepherd, you, you begin to look for people around you and talk to them. Because you know so much that you can share as much as you can. And in this church, even if you don't know, the, there are, the books have been made. You read the book and share what you can read from it. Even if you have any other mind. Tell them about Even if you have any other mind. To become anything. Let this also be in your mind. That you must be like Christ. Tell them about You must be like Christ. When we see you, we must see Christ in your life. Hallelujah. Even if you have any other mind, Paul said, let this have this mind also. Hallelujah. Are you there of God? So, it is important to, that's what I say, carefully choose. You can see Paul. He said that I have chosen to follow Christ. I don't want to know any other person. First Corinthians chapter 2 said that when I came to you, I didn't want to know anything. All that I want to follow is my mentor and the work he does. Stay focused on your mentor. Many of us, we have so many pastors we follow. If you do that, you, nobody's going to mentor you. One person might be your main focus. And thank God that we have such a great man of God with us. 
that you can allow him to mentor you in your room. In your room. Quietly in your room. Emmanuel, he'll be there. Teaching you. Helping you. How to pray. How to read your Bible. How to share this gospel. As you keep watching and watching him and watch him in your video, video, that Facebook and all those open, he's there. He preaches life. Everything he does, you just watch him like that. So I want to be like this. I'm choosing this man to mentor me. I also want to be like this person. Hallelujah. Are you there? Eight things you should know about mentor. Number one, not every successful person can be your mentor. Not what? Every successful person can be your mentor. That is why you need to identify who is, what is my, what has God called me to do. And so that you select everybody. A person that want to, you want to be his mentor. Number two, you can be mentored from afar. You can be mentored from where? Afar. Sometimes you don't need to even know the person personally. But through his books, through his tapes, through his messages, you can listen free. Now many messages are free. You don't need to buy it. All that you need is a good phone, a smartphone. If you have a smartphone, and everybody must have a smartphone. Because when we close, everybody please open Facebook, what's a friend saying? YouTube account for every one of us. How many close? Don't go. Everybody, I want everybody who have the Okay? Everybody. Because many of you, you are still old minded people. You are not interested in all this. That is why you don't know much. But everybody is going to have a free connection to, you're going to open accounts for you. Amen. So that you can be mentored from afar. Because there are books, there are tapes, there are videos that you need to watch free of charge to become like your mentor. Amen. Number three. Your future can be predicted by looking at your mentor. Your own future can be predicted. If you are going to follow Bishop Dag and listen to you can see that one day you'll be a pastor. One day you'll be an evangelist. As you keep following, as you keep listening to you, you can see that one day you'll be a missionary. <laughs> one day you can predict your future. Number four, you can be mentored to a greater or lesser extent, depending on how close you become to your mentor. How close? How close are you? So it depends on your highest level and your lowest level depends upon how close you are. The closer you get to, the higher you become. The less you move out of the person, the less you also become. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can be mentored to a greater or a lesser extent. Depending on how close you are to your mentor. Number five. Almost every successful Bible character has a mentor. Every successful Bible character. If you take Jesus Christ, his father, he always said, my father, what I, I do, what I see my father doing. He saw his father, he said, Anything I do because the father has told me, that's what I'm doing. Every father, thank you. Everything, you know who he's copying to do. Okay? Peter, James, and John, how were they mentored? They followed Jesus Christ. Joshua, how was he mentored? He followed Moses. Okay? Elisha, how was he mentored? He just followed. So you see, Bible has shown that you can follow people and you become the person. You don't need to be the person's uh, what do you call it? Biological son. But you can be a spiritual son. And enjoy full benefit and, and, and inheritance from your father. Amen. Number six. You cannot mentor a proud person. If you are a proud person, you cannot be mentored. You cannot be mentored because you need to be meek and humble for somebody to train you. To correct you. To rebuke you. Some people will come rebuke you. That's how you cannot be mentored. Because you did something wrong and we corrected you to do it right and you got angry. And you say, I've left the church. That's how you cannot become anything. One for more sorry. 
That's why you need humility to be mentored. Hallelujah. Number seven. Last but two, we are closing. There are natural and spiritual mentors. Natural and what? Spiritual mentors. That you need to identify all of them. Some people will mentor you naturally. Some people will mentor you spiritually. That's why he said that choose, select, know who. Carefully, carefully, take your time. And say, who can is mentoring me naturally? And who is mentoring me spiritually? No, somebody like Moses, he was mentored by Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh's house is where he grew. He learned a lot of things, physical things, in Pharaoh's house. How to be a leader. David had to learn a lot from Saul's house. So, you need to learn how to pick up both natural and spiritual. Hallelujah. Because some of you, you will never know, your father, you will never, you never save your father, you never save your mother. So, definitely, somebody has to train you naturally. Like now, now you are working with uh, Mr. Fred. Definitely, he's giving you something which is not a spiritual, but it's, it's for your good. You have to humble yourself and to be mentored. And don't just concentrate only on your physical and spiritual matters. Some of you need even, even ladies, you need a lady that your senior lady to, to, to groom you, how to even kill, clean your body. How to clean your body. Because you don't know how to clean your body. And your mother didn't train you. So somebody must, you must pick somebody and associate with. Carefully associate with the person so that the person and flow with the person, the person, you can take advantage of the person's experience and train you something. Hallelujah. Maybe ladies who are sitting there, you don't even know how to make soup. But if maybe you have visited Auntie Julie or visited my wife or then when you flow with that, you can say, ah, this is the way this woman comes to tell me that I want to be like her. And you start coming around her and becoming a friend, go home and go and do some few things. Naturally, see, you, are, you may pick something from her. But you see, you don't know all this wisdom. And so you'll be sitting in your ignorance and you are growing in stupidity. And when you marry, you say that your marriage is falling. Hallelujah. So identify natural people who can groom you and spiritual people also who can groom you. Hallelujah. Amen. And the last but not the least is that your mentor is not angel. It's a human being. <laughs> your mentor is who? A human being. That is why you need a, the spirit of humility to accept that this is my spiritual leader and this is my natural person I follow. This is my spiritual mentor. It's a human being. He may have faults. He may have weaknesses. But if you contend with him because of his humanness, you will lose a lot. You will lose a lot. That is why sometimes certain men of God will not even let you come closer. Because when you come closer, you begin to see their weakness and you begin to, to, to take them for granted. Meanwhile, they are supposed to mentor you. But because of familiarity, you can even wave your hand over them. It's very important. It's human being. Hebrews chapter 5, Bible said that God chose men from among men and ordained them to do things for him towards men. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5. When he says somebody is a man of God, he is not angel, he is a man. He has all the weaknesses you have. But yet he represents God in another aspect. So you, you went on one way, he is your father. But at the other side, he is of God. So be careful that you draw your heart because you may take him for, oh, that's my father. But it's not the father at a certain moment of his life. He is also representing God. As you need fellowship from him, God also wants fellowship from him. So you may stay in the same house with the person, but sometimes he's off. You won't understand. Because at that time, his father is communicating somewhere. He's receiving self-inspiration. And you get offended that you are oh, the person not having time for me. Because 
He's my husband. He's my father. He's my friend. He doesn't talk. No. He is of God. And he had to spend time with the one who has called him and equip him and empower him so that when he come out of his spirituality and then he come and flow with you, you enjoy the physical part of him because you cannot take control over his spiritual life. Hallelujah. It's human beings. A mentor is not angel. It's a human being. But he operates both from God's perspective and human perspective. So be careful you don't take him for granted. Because when he becomes spiritual, he may do something to affect you. That is why Elisha could curse Gehazi. He was not his physical father. But he was a spiritual father who had influence. He was mentoring him to become something great. Only for him, the Bible says, a trespass. His sin was trespass. Today I was reading a scripture in Psalm, Psalm 19, verse 24. Hey, when I saw it, we are closing. I tell myself, Psalm 19, 24. Psalm 19, 24. Quickly, I'll close with my time myself. Psalm 19, 24. I'll give me two. 14, sorry, 14, sorry. Psalm 19, 14. Is it there? What is there? The next verse, 13. 13 says it. 13. Quickly. Quickly, quickly. He said, Kick back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Do you know that word presumptuous sin? Find the dictionary meaning of presumptuous sin. <laughs> there is a sin called presumptuous sin. Not fornication sin. Not adultery sin. Not insult sin. Presumptuous. It means what? It means what? Yes, quickly. Of a person or behavior. Failing to observe the limits. The limits. The limits. See, what is permitted or appropriate? You are supposed to know that when he gets to this level, he's no more a, a human being I'm dealing with. But you thought that he's the same person. So when you, you cross the line, which you are permitted, and you say something that you shouldn't have said, presumptuous. You have crossed the barrier. You have crossed the line. It's a serious sin in the side. That's what David said. Please, I beg you. I may have taken a man of God for granted I've said something. Because I thought that, oh, we were just joking. And I made that comment. Presumptuous sin. Presumptuous sin. You have gone beyond the limits. That is permitted for you to do it. Come. That is why you see, when God set up the tabernacle, He said, All the priests you can man operate within this level. But when it comes to going into the Holy of Holies, it is only the high priest. Because he has and he has to go even once in a year. Remember, there was a king, I don't know whether Amazia, one of them, he crossed the line. And the prophet told him that you have crossed the line. You thought you were a king. I think Uziah was one of them. He felt you so big and so great that now, where he's not supposed to go and do a sacrifice, he was standing there doing sacrifice. God said, hey, that's, that's called, called presumptuous sin. You have crossed your barrier. You have crossed your barrier. The fact that the person is flowing with you doesn't mean that we are the same. More. Be careful. Say, keep me. That's what David said. Keep me. Keep me. If I'm in sin, in case I am going, pull me from there. Keep me. Thy servant from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and shall be innocent of great transgression. That is, transgression are gone beyond the limit. I've gone beyond the limit.
which is allow me. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Lift up your hands and pray to God. Pray to God. Pray to God. Your mentor, you may be tempted to, be, to commit a presumptuous sin against your mentor. And that is why many people lose their anointing. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray to God and say, Lord, the people you are giving to me to mentor me, to mentor me, let me appreciate, let me honor, let me respect, let me humble myself, let me yield myself, oh Lord, to their will. Your will for me, Esther, I'm being groomed, I'm being I'm trained, I'm being mentored. Help me not to commit a presumptuous sin. Presumptuous sin. Presumptuous sin. Presumptuous sin. Deliver me from presumptuous sin. Oh Lord, your son, your prophet, let me not commit presumptuous sin against him. As he's mentoring me. For Gehazi committed a presumptuous sin against Elisha. That is why he was cursed. He said, is it time to receive gifts? It's not time to receive gifts and you are going to receive gifts. You have transgressed. You have transgressed. You have gone beyond the limits. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name. Has every head is by every eye closed. Maybe you are watching me from Facebook or to YouTube. Listen. God is telling me that you have committed a presumptuous sin. Somebody who God is using to be a blessing to you. To groom you and to train you and to mentor you. And make you a great person in the future. You have gone too far. Beyond the limit allowed. And you have committed presumptuous sin. Gehazi suffered because of presumptuous sins. May you not suffer. Put your hand on your heart and pray for mercy. Say, Lord, if I have committed any presumptuous sin against my mentor, my mentor, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Because you have set people to train me, to teach me, to show me, to make me more like you, Lord. And so let me recognize as human being that will be used. And therefore, I'll be careful about my presumptuous sin. Pull me back, Lord. Help me to walk in holiness and in purity and in the fear of God so that, Lord, I can become what you want me to become. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by the message. Do visit us at the Macarius Church at Ringano on the 13th New Oyo Avenue behind the American House building. This and every Sunday are first and second services at 7.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. respectively. For counseling, prayer and spiritual support, do call 0244-327717 or 0243-869119. God richly bless you. So please.